Okay, so um, Gucci Herbert is not a queen. Yes. Better, yes. Uh, okay, so like I was saying, that we're going to be um, dealing with that first phrase, preparing for the kingdom of God is at hand, because over the years, the church, um, most evangelism has um, has gone into you get I call the field of of them working evangelist and evangelism has gone into the field by using that phrase repent for the kingdom of God is at hand uh, repent yeah. for the kingdom of God is at hand so honest, what really is this um, what's the meaning or what was Jesus trying to say when he said repent for the kingdom of God is at hand so okay uh, I just remember if I go to the Bible it will not um, it will not um, this is so Let's open to let's open to John. Hmm? Let's open to John. Uh, what is the uh, can you hear me? Which how do you divide your screen? Yes, I'm hearing you talk. We um, well. The wow screen. When I go to recently viewed apps, if I long press on the this thing, the app I want to me to show me option. Dual screen, floating screen, and now now go it and look for the other app down to share it. Yeah. I know you're there. I know you're there. Okay, I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. So. You can still hear me, Abby. Okay. So um doors open to Yes. To John um doors open to first Matthew Matthew five. Lost start with four. Sorry, Lord start with four. Uh, um, in Matthew, it was recorded in chapter 3 was the baptism of, of Jesus. Now, and as we all know, the baptism of Jesus was what uh, confirmed the beginning of Jesus Christ's ministry, the uh, experience with John the Baptist here at the river Jordan. Now, that experience has been well, has been limited to just um, the presence of Jesus in a, in a river, in a pond. But the, in actual fact, the, the baptism of Jesus is not just, it's not Jesus in a pond. Do you get it? It was not Jesus in a pond. Now, in a way, in a way, um, John the Baptist, the baptism of Jesus, baptism also is likened to teachings. You understand teachings so in a way jesus sat or or was too tall under john he was he was uh, he learned on his garment he learned under john so the baptism was not just uh, jesus in that's not all the end the bible was trying to say when he was talking about john baptized jesus but he was talking about yeah, so, so, so Jesus lent in a way, lent on that John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. Because, let's not forget, John the Baptist where was, his ministry was to prepare the way for the Lord. So he had, he was, uh, he was anointed. He, he worked with in an anointing that helped unravel or helped prepare the heart of the dead to choose on what the Lord is. Yeah, yeah, who he is and what he has come to do. So he mm-hmm. was without a revolution. So that revolution was taught. He was he taught. He taught that revolution spirit to Christians and Jesus was one of them. So I'll call it quote unquote Jesus graduated from his class. If I put it that way. We understand that fact, have Okay. So now um, Yeah. Now, uh, John and uh, Matthew 3, um, yes. starting from 1, he said, I, Are we there? Matthew chapter 3. 
So it said in those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness. Yes. And saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And now, this phrase is what we are going to be focusing on in this Bible study. And when, if we are not able to exhaustively explain what we have, we will take it to, to a true session. But we have to understand the mind, the perspective of the persons who we are bringing forth this in a programmation. Because now in the church, we have turned it to an evangelistic world. You get, we are telling unbelievers, repent, yeah, repent. Repent, repent. But just these people yes. were not just talking to an unbeliever in court. They were talking to Jews, Jews who were promised the Messiah. Do you get? They were expecting the Messiah. They were in a state of mind. What I call this, they were, they were, they, they were. Um, what's the word now? They have been over the years prepared to believe on Jesus Christ when He comes. So. Every Jew was, every Jew knew that there was someone who was going to come and liberate them from the hardship that the oppressors were putting them in. You understand? So now, so, so John, yeah, John was not, um, was not a, was, was not a like mm-hmm. probably dumb person, that guy that wears, um, you know, scan, wears camera skin and eats locusts and white on him. So we think, so we think he's a, uh, well, I call it, I don't use the word doll, but we tend to look at him that way, that he didn't know anything, that all he knew was shouting in the wilderness, repent for the kingdom of God, repent for the kingdom of God. But that's not necessarily true. Do you understand? That's not not necessarily, that's not true. John the Baptist's description, the, the, the scripture's description of John the Baptist's wilderness, yes, was he in a physical wilderness shouting that? Definitely. Because the um, Israelite of then was even around, you get, was situated in areas where there were wilderness. Uh, do you understand? It was a common thing to see wilderness, like a patch of land where, the, because their environment, their weather, it was usually hot, you get. So there were usually patches of land that were attributed to the wilderness. Uh, are we together? Um, in, around and, yeah. Amongst that, yes, she's not answering. Okay, so if you ever have any question after the session, there'll be um, yeah. so there were areas of land around Israel, patches of land that were attributed to be wilderness. Now, was John going there? Was John there and proclaiming? Yes, he was, but let us not, um, um, let us not, let us not limit or does not, um, through the eyes of revelation, let us look into when somebody, as John the Baptist, talked about um, he was the leader and shouting, repent for the kingdom of God at that time. Now, let us bring some points. Let's, talk, let's look at John the Baptist. Because if we get the concept, or if we get the individual called John the Baptist, we'll be able to get a little glimpse into the kind of revelation he had. John the Baptist was not a pushover. Jesus, Jesus was one that said, that amongst other, other prophets that came along, John the Baptist was the greatest. Now, why was he the greatest? Because he was the only one who was able to say, okay, this is the Messiah. You get it took revelation sponsored by the anointing to be able to do that. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? John the Baptist was not, yeah, John the Baptist was not a was not a pushover, someone that just if the spirit yeah. hit him, run into the desire um, with an with him, with Camel hair, with camel hair and and um, you understand camel hair and um, what's it called and eating locusts and white onions. So, you know that kind of spooky guy that has no future for his life, like does nothing else but just shout, repent for the kingdom of God. That's not necessarily true. You understand? John the Baptist was a man of revelation. He was disciplined because he was a man who was giving because you cannot necessarily yeah. point. Jesus Christ. You cannot identify Jesus Christ whether true anointing or true revelation. Do you understand? Without a, a, a major spirituality on compass. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So John, Jesus made a note. He said, in terms of his ministry and the person, he said, yes. other prophets spoke, spoke concerning Jesus in like something that is still far, but it's only John that was able to point and say, this is him. 
you get this is him follow him you understand so what he said among him but in the kingdom of god the least among you is greater than him mm. and that is another fantastic powerful statement on his own he said the least among us is greater than him but let us first start with um, John the Baptist. Like I said, John the Baptist was a man given to the spirituality. He was spiritual. He was a disciplined man. You get it. For him to be able to sustain the ministry of forerunner, it was not just a, a, a minor feat. It's not something he would just wake up in the morning, pushed by the spirit to and yes, and he would just start shouting, repent, repent. That was not the work of a forerunner. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you get it? it was not the work it was more beyond that like i talked about the baptism of jesus now um, um if you read um, um, paul 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 went there's a part uh, i think it's in art paul went to is it um i've forgotten the place now and saw some people and he said that uh, when they heard them talk he said that the only thing they have had was the baptism of john do you get you know say ah have you know that you get so he now brought them and baptized them in the name of Jesus? Now, like I explained, baptism is teaching. Do you understand? It's teaching. So, so the baptism of John is actually the teachings of John. Mean that John taught. Yes, yeah. I think it was even um, Luke that talked about people, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, as a lot of persons came into the wilderness to hear John the Baptist talk. John the Baptist was an orator. You get a, a deep spiritual man. You understand? It's a deep spiritual man. It, it, it takes discipline. It takes you get spirituality to be a forerunner of Jesus. It's not it's not a small job. It's not a small feat. And I said over the years I've been to the office of um, or the ministry of John the Baptist, thinking that uh, he will just push every time to the bitterness and you just push and the Holy Spirit will give him what to say and you start shouting, repent, repent, repent. Mm-hmm. That's all he did. And when Jesus came along, he said, "That is Jesus, repent." That's not true. He taught. He taught from, you understand, he taught from his um, from the inspiration of Jesus, but he taught. You get there were teaching sessions, long teaching sessions he held. And those one of, and those teaching sessions was what Jesus, a young man, you get was subject to by the Spirit for him to learn from John the Baptist. Because it was apparent for the scripture to be fulfilled for unrighteousness, to fulfill unrighteousness, for him to go through the teachings of John the Baptist. It's a kingdom order. You understand? Jesus Christ, the, uh, the God of all creation, had to be subjected. No, I don't think he was subjected because he needed, yeah. it was part of his, it was part of his work. Be prepared for me. He was subjected to the teachings of John the Baptist because it was the, will I use the word, the door, it was the key to opening the door for his own ministry. It's just like, for example, now, you, you understand our modern day um, uh, accountability system, or you know, I call it discipleship system where you get you learn on under a man of God according to the appointed uh, till the appointed time in which to learn for you need to learn and you get you have the key and the door is open. You get what I'm trying to say. So Jesus had to learn. Uh-huh. So now if you if you have the uh, mind or if you understand the fact that John the Baptist was a deep prophet, he was deep, you get he was a highly spiritual prophet. Then you will now when a highly spiritual person now reads the phrase repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, then you get it takes a whole lot of meaning. Now, I'm not, you know, obviously, I've been talking since I've been quoting scriptures. I may not go, okay, open to this, open to that. But if people want that, us be open to this, open to that, probably you get next session or so there, but we will, we will start with the but I've been, you get quoting scriptures, you understand, and to purchase my point. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I was saying, yes. Like I was saying, so he was a highly he was a highly spiritual man. His ministry was not a small feat. You understand? He, they, they said he was. He came in the power, in the spirit and power of Elijah. Now that is even speaking on something that we all know how powerful unquote, quote unquote, how Elijah mm-hmm. was. You get. So he came in that mind that he was likewise as powerful okay as powerful as 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 um, with that is what on pretty um, uh, yeah 
unprecedented, like um, Elijah of Elijah John in like manner. It was powerful, but his power he gets. It takes you know what it takes for 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 the oratory powers to convict and convert whose heart you understand. Yeah. Yeah, well, I call it yeah, in, in quotes, quote unquote, distant from God. Because before Zachariah's announcement, they said there was a period of, you get a period, a period where uh, Maccabees and other that was not recorded in the scriptures. Now, over those times, mm. the people of Israel has been, in quote unquote, weary. You get, they have waited for this Messiah. Where is this man that says he's going to be Kratos? Where is he? Where is he? So they have been called gone weary. So a lot of them has gone into a deeper forms of religion, one way or the other. Uh, do, do you understand? One way or the other, they had they have gone into this uh, worship of um, either this religion. The Sahendra yeah. lost his credibility. The, the, the high priest lost his credibility. He has become a boy to the to Herod. Herod was also the boy to pilot. You get so a lot of things were were already in a mess in that period. So John so John was given that anointing. Just like Elijah was able to convert, you understand, convert Israelites from idol worshiping, the worship of Baal, to the worship of the living God through that uh, demonstration of power. Yes, was he himself was he self was it proclaim was it showing off definitely but his the intention was to prove that you get do you understand Elijah yes so John still had that oratory power that power yeah. that anointing to be able to turn a heart from in quote state of weariness to to a state of um, of of expectancy of hope when is that word because it said hope noted not ashamed so, so it, he, he inserted hope into the people's hearts in expectation of the Messiah. Yeah. It was not just a mean, a, 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 a lazy man who woke up in the morning with camel skin. And no, 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 he was a deep spiritual man. You cannot be a spiritual man, not be able to fulfill your calling in the scriptures. Everybody who called you a spiritual man. Men given to meditation, to discipline, to diligence. John was not an exception. And because of the enormous responsibility in his hand to be able to prepare the Lord, the people, for the coming of Jesus Christ, he was, you understand, it was double. It was the level of his commitment that the Bible said he wore Kwame's skin, uh, it's white honey and uh, white honey, white locust and honey, white honey and locust. Uh, you, know, you understand? It was because of his, uh, of his, of his, of his deeply committed, committed nature. That's mm-hmm. why the Bible said that. That gives us a glimpse uh, of why the Bible said that. You, you get. So now, now, if a man as deep as that make a statement in this uh, Matthew three, two, yeah. and, said, and saying, "Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." Now, now the question is, what does he mean? What does he mean by repent ye for the kingdom of God is at hand? Now he continued and said, For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of the one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord and make his path straight. This, this, this ministry was not a small ministry. Okay, let me show you something in Luke. Let me show you something in Luke. When, when, um, um, Zachariah received the Zachariah received the announcement that he's going to get his son. Now look at what and look at what um, the angel told Zachariah that his the son that he's going to mm-hmm. get is going to do. Now um, look one five. Are you there? This Soludo is not saying anything. Yeah. Why are you not quiet? I'm here. Oh, I hope you're not fighting sleep. So... I'll face out it from now. <laughs> uh, 
attention. Please keep on fighting it on. I'm fighting attention. I hope you are with your Bible. Uh, okay, so look uh, one five. Uh, so help us yes. read um, slow do starting from five. Start help us read it. Yes. I should read it. There will be the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, of the division of Abijah. His wife was of the daughters of Herod, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. For they had no child, but they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of his priesthood, his lot felt one incense when he went into the temple of the Lord, and the whole multitude of Israel, of the people, was praying outside at the hour of incense. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel of the Lord said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and you many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. And you will neither drink wine or strong drink. You will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. <laughs> and you will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. You will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn out of the fathers to his children. Okay. And it is obedience okay, to the wisdom you, of the Are you guys seeing what I'm saying? Do you, you see his ministry? His ministry is not a small fit. He said, he said that thou shalt, starting from 14, he said yeah. that thou shalt have joy and gladness, and, uh -huh. which, uh, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine or strong drink, and he mm. shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. Do, do you see that? He shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Now, uh, yeah. Mary, he said, the child in my womb gave for joy. And many of the children of Israel shall be torn out. This to say that even a child can receive salvation even from the womb. Are you saying this? Because if John the Baptist can receive the Holy Spirit even from the womb, it means that a child in which a woman is carrying mm. can actually fill that child with the Holy, the Holy Spirit right there in the womb. So, so it is not a must when somebody a child has been born, then it goes up to an extent before you now. You start to get praying or talking to the child or her. Yeah, so you can start talking to the child on the room. That is a very important point, uh, very important uh, that called information truth. You, know, you get you cannot actually get get your child filled in the womb. You get get him ready. You get ready for the yep. life of a of a kingdom woman, of a spiritual woman, right from the womb. So when the child comes out of the uh, from the womb feel the Holy Spirit, it can actually a lot of things be activated. His sight be activated, you get this angelic angelic ministry, you'll be able to interact a lot of you'll be able to barricade and all that. But you get it is it all starts from the amount of effort and the commitment by the parents to ensure that right from the conception. Do you understand? Right from the first week of when the child starts forming the womb. You get you can actually bring him to, uh, mm -hmm. to, to uh, this. So let us move on. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. Do you see that? Uh, now the many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. Now, my dear, to be able to turn yeah. somebody, to be able to, you know, that turning there is the word, is the same word for repent. You get this the same, uh, this the root word for repent. To turn somebody from to turn to turn to something 
It means that you are turning for somebody from where he is mm. to, you understand, to the Lord, their God. You get like the power of Elijah we talked about. Turning, you get turning from the worship of Baal, the worship of the living God. Now, he was started with the responsibility of turning people. Like mm -hmm. I told you and I explained that over then, because the heart of the Israelites had gone weary, because over years of promising and promising them that the Messiah will show up, the Messiah will show up, and he has not shown up, and the oppression was going on every day. So a lot of people's hearts were weary. Do you get? They were weary. They have actually turned to some other means, yes, to religion, to idol worshiping, and all that. So John's responsibility mm. was to turn their hearts. And it's not a small feat. You get turning somebody to the Lord is not a small feat. So John was, John's ministry was not a flimsy ministry. Do you, do you get, was not a, was an important ministry for, for Jesus' ministry to, you get to start for our salvation, if I put it that mm. way. It was a very, very important ministry. Now it went on to say, and he shall go before him in the spirit. Do you see that? Power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers of the children, to disobedient to the to the wisdom of the church, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So, so do we there were just um, show this scripture for we to see what um, John the Baptist was said the importance of his ministry. Yes, was it uh, in the uh, was it yeah uh, the normal Old Testament prophet? Yes. But he was, yeah. it was a responsibility that was important. Because if Jesus had come and nobody believed in him, or nobody was able to look and see him, you get, then what uh, benefit was it? His teachings on the uh, mount and all those teachings, you get that he did. You, who will come and listen to him? Do you, you understand? He could have first go, took on the uh, responsibility of converting people to ruin mm. and said that, ah, I am Jesus who... After mm -hmm. the, you are not stupid in telling them. I mean, Jesus' ministry could have been just, but it cannot just be just three years' ministry. Because he have spent first how many years to convince people that are that need be this one. After convincing them, then he will not start okay, teaching mm -hmm. them as, as his ministry. You get God. So, but John the Baptist was sent mm -hmm. by God to ensure this, to ensure that people are ready to receive. So, it was not a small ministry that I'm trying to. Uh, uh, to make people see that it was not a little it was not a flimsy ministry it's not it's not a ministry that he was just shouting repent repent you know that kind of the way we have painted John the Baptist he was just the one with Daniel shouting people will come and see ah, who is this madman shouting repent every time repent every time but no he was a teacher you get he was a teacher one of the reasons why mm -hmm. Jesus Christ said that amongst all the prophets this thing, one of the, like I said, the main reason was because he was able to point to Jesus, as the scripture has um, said. But the other reason was his, his teachings, his emphasis on teaching. You get, John was not, you know, the kind of, um, was, it was not the kind of prophet that was calling fire from heaven downstairs. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? It was not that kind of prophet that you get that would cause rain to fall. No, no, no. He was doing that. He was doing that, channeling that is in teaching people, in turning hearts. It's not an easy job, oh my brother. Do you get to turn your heart? Do, do you understand? It's not. So yeah. John's, John's ministry was mostly teaching, and that's what, what Jesus had to go through. That's why they said Jesus was baptized by John. Now, that is not that uh, John, John poured water on his head. It was that Jesus learned from John. You get Jesus learned from John. Yeah. Yeah. It was the accumulation of that learnings that when John said that he saw the heavens open and then you get and the dove descended and something like a dove descended and he said, you get, blah, blah, blah. It was that. This and is my beloved. It was the accumulation of just teaching and not just that Jesus learned. From John, he practiced what John taught. You know, that, you know like somebody teaches and tells you, okay, mm -hmm. this is it, this is it. He practiced it. Do you understand? He practiced it. Those were ones, one of the ways that Jesus was able to to come out you get, as, a, as a complete man. You get, he was able to, was able to you get, mm -hmm. mature, yeah, bring wisdom and stature, prepare in preparation for being the Messiah. You understand? So John played a very huge part in enabling Jesus. 
yeah, I recall who he was. So back to Matthew. Back to Matthew. Three. Now, 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 having given that foundation, so that we will now see that when a man like that says repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, he is not just get. He's not just talking because he cannot control himself. Something is driving him. Just be open his mouth, shouting, shouting. Do you understand? So he was, yeah. So yeah. the Bible says, in, the, in those days came John the Baptist preaching. Oh, imagine this. I haven't said it before. Preaching in the wilderness of Judah. So he was teaching. You get, he taught. You get, he taught for hours. He taught persons. Taught and taught and taught and taught. He spent hours. People come and meet him in the wilderness. He taught them. He taught them. I think it was one of those teaching sessions that was recorded. Do you understand? It was recorded in the scripture. I think that was in John. But let's continue. He said, I'm saying, repent ye for, oh. for this is he who was spoken by the prophet and saying, prepare the way of the Lord, make his pastures. And, and the same John had the same number. When he went out to him, Jerusalem, all Judah, all the regions, and about Judah and Hebrew. Okay. So, he said, see what he said in five. He said, then went out to him in Jerusalem and all Judah and all the regions around about Judah. And they were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. You, you understand? Yes, was he said, the teaching lead people to be baptized. Yes. But it was primarily his teachings that convicted them. It's not just because he liked to shout and shout, shout, shout. People now, now came and you now baptized them. No, he taught them. Taught them, except you know, they taught them very well. And when they were convicted in their hearts, they came to be baptized by him, confessing their sins. Yeah, but it's went on to, but when he, he saw many of the Pharisees as had come to his baptism, he said unto them, Oh, generation of vipers, who had warned you to flee from the routes to come? The routes to come, bring forth, therefore, fruit, meat for repentance. You see this, everybody, they bring forth, bring. Bring forth therefore fruit, meat for repentance. And take not to say within yourself, We have a run of Father, for I say unto you, that God is able to children unto Abraham. And now also the axe lead unto the root. Now, obviously, you get that, but that's not my emphasis. My emphasis is on that phrase. Because when Jesus also came, when Jesus also came, he was still using that phrase. Now, let us go to uh, Matthew. Matthew 4. Oh. Now, okay. if you click. What she wants to go and pull. He said what? What she wants to go and pull. She wants to go and pull. Why now? So how would she follow our teaching? How would it? <laughs> Oh, wait. You have to wait. You have to wait. Oh, wait. Oh, Oh, Yes. So starting from um, starting from now, this is there was a, the yeah. first account recorded here was the account of the temptation of Jesus. Now eleven said that then the devil devil leaves, left him and behold angels came and ministered unto him. Then he went to prophecy. Now when Jesus had heard that John was starting to present living outside, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the sea coast. In the borders of Zebulon and Naphtali, that is my fulfilled, which was spoken by Messiah, the land of Zebulon, the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea, beyond Judah, beyond Judah, Galilee of Gentiles, people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light sprung up. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Are you seeing it? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So, so the the question is what the, 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 that's the question. What does this actually mean? 
And because if Jesus, if John the Baptist, as powerful of a man and deep as a man he was, used this phrase, you get what was the writer trying to convey? You understand what was he trying to say when he says that they, they all ministered using this phrase, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And Jesus then it um, then he went on to say how he got his disciples. So now the question is what is repent now? Obviously, I don't need to go into the Greek uh, meaning and all that and all that. Uh, maybe you can do that as an individual study on your own. The Greek original word for repent and all that and put them together. But we'll not be doing that. We'll just be learning as the Lord leads us. You get so. Uh, so like I was saying, what 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 does this phrase mean now? The word repent is obviously I've said I think I've said this is turning. You get torn, torn from just like in the angel was telling Zachariah that he will turn many people to the Lord. Now repent actually means turning to turn your mindset, to change your mindset, to change the way you think. Change the way you think. Now the whole gospel of Jesus Christ. The whole gospel of Jesus Christ is hinged on this statement, really. Change the mind, change the way you think, for the kingdom of God, heaven, is at hand. Now, that is another phrase that a lot of persons have missed. Now, well, well, more, especially uh, Matthew, it's, it's interchanged, different, it made the difference between, um, between the kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven. You're actually talking about the same thing, you understand? Just thinking about the same thing, kingdom of heaven. Now, is there a kingdom of heaven that is equal distinct from the kingdom of God? Yes, there is. Because there are heavenly places, there are heavenly civilizations you get that are that are or that are you know, that are subject to the kingdom of God. Do you get what I'm trying to say? They are all within the kingdom of God. So it is all referred to the kingdom of God. So the kingdom of heaven, you get the kingdom of heaven, heavens different spheres and structures in the kingdom of God. But this uh, uh, this particular phrase was referring to the kingdom of God, the very, very offshoot, the very foundation by which every other, you get every other kingdom or every other civilization exists. Do you understand? So it was, so it was, it was saying that repent. Turn your mindset. Turn the way you think. Uh, hello? Did somebody say something? No. Okay. He, uh, Jesus and John the Baptist were saying, turn the way you think. Turn your mindset. Turn your mindset for the kingdom, for the outshoot of which every created thing consists is at hand. Do you get that? Come again. So I said, repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand in Matthew here. I explained that the kingdom of heaven here is actually the kingdom of God from which all the civilizations you get are held yeah. together, are held and governed. They are the very outshoot of all the expressions of power and might of God Himself. You get so it was invariably saying that turn the way, change the way you think. Turn from your set ways, you get for the outshoot, for the very foundation by which all, all things consist is at hand. Not at hand, yet yeah, talks about is with you, is you get is now amongst you. Do you understand? It's amongst mm. you, it is now, it is near you. Yeah, it is near you. Now it is near you so, so that you can take advantage. You can take advantage. It's no more far, like you get like their ancestors has always been telling them. And keep hope, have hope that very soon the Messiah will come to help us. You understand? They were they they taught the people or they preached to the people in anticipation, like it is a far thing, something that is not yet happening, that is will soon happen, but it's not there. You get so now Jesus and John the Baptist have been telling them that this thing that you have been you get waiting for, you have been panting for. This thing now it is with you. Now you get it is now with you. Can you hear me very well? No, it's lower. 
So he's saying, he's telling them that this thing that you have always anticipated, it is now with you. It is now with you. It is now with you. You, you get you get the gist. So, so it is, and then now remember what John said. He said, if you don't bring forth the fruit of repentance, it means that, yeah, what, uh, what that will mean that this phrase, repent for the kingdom of God, uh, actually puts into cognizance the fact that you do, you, not just listening to the word repent for the kingdom of God, but you are meant to bring for the fruit of that repentance. Now, the only way you can, like in our normal case, now, for example, if we do something wrong and uh, we tell our parents, sorry, you get, there is an expectation that, okay, in you saying sorry, you are remorse and you will not do it again, Abby. There is a fruit of there's a fruit of that you get apology. There is a there is the state of this state of habit posture of you, you, you get what I'm trying to say of oh, that apology. So if yeah. you say sorry, finish, and you go back and still repeat what you have just done, it means that you are not what remorseful or you are not you don't want to change. You get you, you are yeah. not uh, you have not brought for the due yeah you have not brought for the due diligence due. The due, the due change of heart that your apology pointed out or apology ascribed to, you, you understand? So the same thing that if they, when they were shot, they repent, repent, they actually at an expectation or the, the complete phrase would be repent for the kingdom of God is at hand and, and you bring forth the fruit of that such repentance. And what is the fruit of that repentance? Was what we saw in the scripture earlier. A lot of persons came, and we have a place of John. You get and other other persons. You get other persons were convicted and ready to follow Jesus. You get when Jesus came to the scene in John when he said, "The lamp of God is uh, to take away the sins of the world." You get he said he is the lamp of God. You get pointed at Jesus. Now because their heart has been told that oh this 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 uh, expectation I will be waiting for. This thought that we're waiting for is not at hand. Now, when John the Baptist were able to point to Jesus and say, This is him, they were, there was no there was no too much fight. Do you understand? There was no too much fuse in people switching from John the Baptist to, to Jesus Christ. Do you, do you get what I'm trying to say? So there was no there was no fight, there was no anything. So he was able to okay bring them into their hearts, bring them into the uh, that is the word for him to move on God. So are we following this carefully? Are we following the train of thoughts? Yeah, we are following. Where is Yes. What are you people saying? I am following. I am asking her if she's following or no. okay. Okay, okay. So, like I um, explained, the uh, repent. What is the meaning of repenting? Now, now the thing is, it, it's it's very important to note that you can actually repent without a uh, without understanding or without a grasp of what the kingdom of heaven is. Yeah, you understand? Now, uh, were they talking about the kingdom of heaven to mean that? Okay, repent so that you can now go, to, you can now be raptured and and um, taken, get from here to to one place uh, called the kingdom of heaven. Was that what they meant? Eh? This, was that what they meant by saying repent for the kingdom of God? Because it is important we understand this so that we will the that um, knowledge of. Okay, that's very well going to go to heaven, blah blah blah. We definitely completely and entirely absolutely die, wash off away from our mindset. This scripture is this phrase that has get dominated our church our church circle for years. Thinking that okay, you give your life to Christ to be to make the kingdom of heaven that is to be rapturable. So to you get when you die, you'll be able to go to heaven. But belittling, belittling the impact of the scripture, first of all, belittling the impact of John the Baptist in our salvation, 
and belittling this statement. Like I like I said before, this statement was okay, the writer captured it. Uh, we get us uh, when he was writing about it. Uh, did Jesus use their statement? Probably yes, he did. But the import, the full import of of that statement has not been uh, judiciously you get understood over the years. You get what I'm trying. So so if having told them to repent, change the way you think. They now say the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, okay, this is what we'll do. Let us, um, let us um, open, open a translation, a, a, a strong and see again and see what um what that scripture, what the Hebrew, the Hebrew meaning of those scriptures. <laughs> now. Does any of us have the Bible um, study or Bible that has the yes. confidence? Ye, why are you talking like yes? What is yes? Hmm. Okay. Now, Matthew 5, 34, 17. Matthew five seventeen. Okay, I'm coming. If you're not, let's start with four first. Hmm. Let us start with four first. Oh. Matthew four seventeen first. Then we'll go to fifth. Yeah, this time. Now he said seventeen. He said from that time Jesus began to preach and to say. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, the word repent, then, is the uh, uh, is a Greek Greek word. It's called metanol. Metanol. Do you, do you understand? It's called metanol. It's called. It means to think differently, or afterwards that is with consider. You get it. It means that you you have to you get. Reconsider, think deeply, change the way you think. That's the meaning of that word. Now, the meaning of that word, uh, the kingdom of heaven. Well, obviously, the words we always say in this thing. So, it's just under, uh, it's just a word, Oranos. Oranos, which talked about through the idea of elevation, described by extension heaven as the abode of God, application of happiness, power, and plenty. Second and gospel. But invariably, it means it's God, it's a dwelling place of God, the very foundation by which all things consist. You understand? It's the dwelling place of God. The dwelling place of God, don't forget, is Christ Jesus. You get So it is at hand. Now, are we together? Yes. Are we together? Yeah. Yeah, sure, we're together. Yes. Yeah. So having seen that now, this is by extension. By extension now, this is the teachings of Jesus in uh, Matthew five. That when this is the 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 uh, when he said when Jesus henceforth started preaching to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Now Matthew five six seven is an example of. The full import of his teachings. You get when he said, uh, when it, when the Bible said that uh, repent for the kingdom of God is hard. Now look at Matthew five. He said, and thing be brought into he went up into the mountain, and when he was set, the disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor. You get it about uh, the beatitudes. Now what is he trying to do here? What is he doing? Is telling them this is the full import of repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Are, are you saying that mm. you get it? It takes that to be able to turn, mm. to be able to turn a heart, really to make a heart turn, to be able to change a person's thinking, you have to give him another set of thinking. Mm. Now, a man cannot change something without something replacing it. If you understand, there is no vacuum. Uh, uh, um, 
there's no vacuum anywhere. Something must feel something. Sorry? Find them, please. Uh, you get so something must replace it. So there was no vacuum. So if you are shouting, like if John, like they say John was shouting, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And he was not actually telling them any other thing, like teaching them how to repent, teaching them what is their way to subject and, 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 and substitute their previous thinking for a new one. If he was not doing that, that means it was a footless, it was a footless ministry. The same thing with Jesus. Jesus, the, the, the writer of Matthew, said that he, was, he continually taught, he continually preached, or continually said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, this was the full import of repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. It's a complete teaching on its own. Now, in this teaching of, John, uh, of um, Jesus, you see it covered, it was all the compassion. It covered every facet of the human endeavor. You understand? It, it was here he, he talked of what, uh, no, do not be anxious for anything. But uh, you understand? Yeah. When he said that, uh, don't think of yeah, don't think of tomorrow. Don't be, don't be anxious of what, what you eat, what you wear, uh, but because God, our Father, who is able to clothe and uh, not delete, is able to keep his power. You get to take care of us. Now, this is a very impressive uh, major statement because our heart has to be indomit in. Uh, uh, Indoctr don't know the word indoctrinated because I say that is a wrong word, but our hearts have to be inundated with this truth. You understand? Yeah. Because if you believe, yeah, if you believe and you have not come to the point of total trust, to trust God about what to eat and what to hear, you will not be able to find and uh, fulfill every other ministry. Now, over over the few the next few episodes, I'm going to be looking at Matthew five. Six seven, you get or Matthew five six eight. When Jesus really taught on the mechanism of repenting, you get repenting and walking in the full import of what Christ and uh, what the kingdom of God entails. And you, you understand because He said a lot of truth here that that spoke about repenting, as about how to change your mindset, and spoke about you understand spoke about the kingdom of God. In, them, in detail. Now it was woven in, in parables, woven because of um, the hearts of the people, but by the truth, by the revelation of Jesus Christ, we are able to see we get beyond just the layers of writings, but into the spirit and see what Jesus, the full import of what Jesus has said. Yeah, you understand? Now Jesus was uh, from the habit of, uh, I don't know what the word clouding, but he spoke deep kingdom, very deep, extremely deep revelation. In just few lines of parables, you you get very few lines of parables. So that so from next week we're going to go into uh, Matthew five six and seven and see how uh, say uh, uh, by God's grace we're going to be blessed by it. Thank you. So is there any question? No. <laughs> No. So you forgot. So you forgot everything I said. Yes. yes. I see. Uh -huh. So should I ask you my question? Yes. yes. Uh, okay. So what is the kingdom of God? Is the the go the government of God God's authority over Everything, all spheres, all—what? God's rulership over the whole of over okay, God's rulership. So. God's government, God's so, authority. That's um, good change. So where's favor? Uh, say favor. Where's um? So do, <laughs> so, so do the words kingdom of God. It's similar to what I'm about to say, It's similar, but not. When you say God's authority, God's relationship over our spheres, what does that mean? Does it mean that? Uh, explain for that. I mean, okay, let me ask somebody. Who, Wait, so, does it mean let that? Let me rephrase my own words. Okay. It is a. It's an expression of 
is authority over all creation. Is that okay? Of God's authority over all creation. Yeah, for him to be called, definitely all creation subject to him. He has authority. Mm. Now, what is the yeah, what is the kingdom of God? What? You said it's, 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 it's a do you think why is repenting important? And why and is why? repenting important to be able to um that is the word bear or to be able to bore or to be able to get to be able to um, receive if I use that word the kingdom of God. Why is repenting important? So what is the kingdom of God and why is repenting important to receive the kingdom? Who is turning pages? <laughs> okay, I'm waiting for a So why do you need to repent to amaze or to see and pass because John 3 is there. Why do you need to repent? And what is the kingdom of God? What is the kingdom of God? You need to repent because repenting is changing your, your thinking. So how does, how does changing your thinking connect to receiving the kingdom? Yep. So that you can function in it. Like, because... Um, there's a way the kingdom is that if you don't change your mindset, you won't you won't be able to let's say to see first of all to understand or know. Of course, of now you know entering and be functioning in it. So you need so like cutting away from religion. Religion will not. This said brothers' rules will not allow you to fully grasp the truth of the kingdom, how it is formed, that means architecture physically. Okay, so you need to turn your way to be able to function, to, be able to use and nest the kingdom. Okay, that's fair. So, what is the kingdom of God? Okay, then the first question I want to talk loud and talk out so that I can be any here. Okay. First question before was far away from you. First question what is the kingdom of God? Second question is uh, why do we need to repent the function of the kingdom of God? Okay, um I've put it all together now. The kingdom is a real is a what the authority of God is it's actually is a realm or something. I don't know. A reality, a realm through which the authority or and the wisdom, the sovereignty, <laughs> sovereignty of God <laughs> is is established on on of course on creation, especially on earth or on whatever. <laughs> so uh, why does somebody need to bend for a for what repents is repenting is a, a change in train of thought and is as we said is actually an ongoing process in our soul. So the kingdom of God has principles and for you to function, for you to as Gucci said, for you to work, for you to be a functional working person or a <laughs> working son in the kingdom of God, you have to understand these principles. And operate by them, live by them. So, okay, that's okay, that's that's good. Although I didn't, uh, I didn't go into details in um, in explaining or expounding on um, those the questions I gave you, especially what is the kingdom of God. But it's something that we are going to be learning as we proceed. You get what is the kingdom of God? What is heaven? What is earth? The structures of the earth, you get those are things that we're going to explain, and we are going to expand further what actually repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Really, 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 in tears. 
Because the question, like I asked you, why do we need to repent? Why was it thinking? Why did, why was it thinking? Why did Jesus not say, pray more for the kingdom of God? Why did you not say, read the, the books of Moses and, um, and Isaiah and the prophets more for the kingdom of God to, you know, to be at hand, to be able to be assessed? Do you get what you But he went specifically for thinking. Went for thinking. He went. To, he chose the power of a mindset. You understand the power of mindset in his ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So because if the Lord of the universe will need a, a, a truck, a back of a truck, to be able to quote unquote keep safe and all that. Yeah, do, do you understand? Do you mm -hmm. do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Yes. To to. Why, why, why thinking? Why thinking? Why thinking? So we are going to find out these things as the Bible study proceeds. Why thinking? Why specifically thinking? You get why thinking? You get why thoughts? Why mindset? Why mindset? So we are going to look at this. Then we are going to expand more on the kingdom of God. The principles, the functionality, and see and see as the Lord uh, needs us. You get so, but those, um, the, yeah, those yeah. like you said, listen to these things and really get understand the import of this statement, changing your thinking to be able to receive or to be able to see and handle uh, the kingdom of God. Like I said earlier, the kingdom of heaven, you said, yes, the actually kingdom of God. And I said it is the foundation. It's the foundation. It is the you know, it's the foundation by which all of creation holds uh, 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 functions. Uh, you see, I didn't use the word authority. Because the word authority, uh, I, I'm not saying it's improper to use authority, but it's, um, it's, it doesn't fit the narrative because why? Why it doesn't fit the narrative, or, or is not a complete fit of the narrative? I think that's right. It's because we have attributed authority. You get when you say the authority of God to, to, you know, God is the one that is meant to do it. You know that kind of, um, like okay, it is God's authority. Yeah. So yeah. it is God that is responsible for it. But that is not necessarily true. You understand? Remember, I, I said the last time that. Everything God created, yes. Okay, it was Gucci. I was talking with private when I said that when God decided to come into creation, God, God became limited. If I use that word, limited by man, because man is the God of creation. Do you understand? Man is the is the embodiment of God in creation. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So using the word. Yeah authority it's yeah. we still it's in our mind we still put the responsibility of of manifesting it mm -hmm. or of keeping all things in check in god but god god's authority is man do you understand what i'm trying to say he has made man to be able to get mm -hmm. it's man that is responsible for, for keeping all of creation in the right balance in his right state functioning as one all of the heavens all of the earth, it is the responsibility of man now. So it is actually, do you understand? So it is, it, it, is it God's authority? Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm not saying, don't get, you get what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying it's not God's authority. But like I said, we, we using that phrase, God's authority, still gives us that thing in the back of our mind that, oh, okay, it's God that's responsible to keep all of this creation, all of the, everything in check. It's not. Is it by God's authority man is doing it? Yes. But we have to come, you understand, we have to uh, own up to the fact that it's actually man that is responsible. So that's why I use the word the foundation. It is the foundation by which all of creation gets is kept into uh, do we get do we get that uh, yes, sir. so sorry? Yeah. So I'm going to stop in here for uh, this session. And, uh, we'll continue. We'll continue um, like from here next week. We'll continue from here next week. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes.
So we'll continue from here next week. From repent from the kingdom of God and everything and not winning. So enjoy yourself. Okay, okay, that was true now. Ugochi, now you are not um, doing uh, this thing now. You are not at home, so you are not doing morning uh, morning Bible study with your family. Morning devotion. Yeah, morning devotion. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we can actually stay longer. Is that not it? Or are, are you guys planning on doing something? I think we should add it to our, our this everyday thing. So I think go back. You said what? I think everyone said. Mm-hmm. But as I will go to add this oh, to the engagement. Mm-hmm. I'll go to add it to engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, now you don't want us to add it to engagement, the Bible study. Okay, this is time I, uh, now I my Bible. Okay, this normally the time you normally do engagement. Yeah, I read Bible, yes. Mm. 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 Okay. Right anyway, so uh, only a lot of time stop here because of other person that were not able to join us today. So we'll do that then. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry? Okay. No, I think it's too good. Too. Okay. How? As in, is that why you're doing No. Okay. Okay, okay. next. So. I can't. Yes, we'll stop yes, here. Uh, we'll stop here today. We'll continue from here. Yes. Sorry? I didn't get that. We stop at what is kingdom. Yes, we're stopping at what is kingdom. We'll continue from there. Sorry? Okay. And why do we need to repent? Yes, the need for repent, the need for the thinking, the need for the mind, changing your mindset. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, now. Okay. Yeah, bye. Now my uncle recording us. Okay, I don't know. Later. Yeah? I think the recording that we're doing. Thank you. How is it showing on your end? Yeah. Is it showing that the recording is still on? It's not opening. It's not opening. For, yeah, it's showing me I'm about to record. Join. Are you serious? It seems we lost this recording. Yeah. It will. Jesus, I saw it since so I was not thinking that maybe it's my phone. I would have talked. You have spoken now, we could have started hey, again. Since we lost your phone. No, is it okay? Okay, anyway, oh, shall just log out.